0: Welcome to The Complete Works, an official podcast of FilmBook. The Complete Works is a podcast that delves film by film into the filmography of a Hollywood actor, director, writer, or composer. Hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Complete Works. I'm your host, Doug Hess. If you're tuning into The Complete Works for the first time, we'd like to welcome you to this podcast. Well, we're going to be discussing specific movies from a film actor, actress, director, or composer's uh, film career. Currently, we are working our way through the uh, Christopher Nolan uh, film career. And in this episode of The Complete Works, we will be discussing Batman Begins. If you'd like to find out more about the Complete Works podcast on film-dot-com, By using the search term The Complete Works, you can also email us at podcast at film-book.com with Complete Works in the subject line. Feel free to also include Batman Begins if you would like. Uh, If you like what you hear in this podcast, please hit the subscription button. So every time there's a new episode or a podcast that is being uploaded, it can be Delivered to whatever streaming service or device that you're using to receive uh, The podcast on so As we do every single week on This edition of uh, the complete works. We'd like to start off with some trivia We're going to talk about who's in the film. We're going to look at the box office success Uh, We'll also do a quick overview of the film and then we're going to wrap it up with some commentary in terms of how I felt about the film, my rating with the scale of 1 to 10 um, on that. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Tons of trivia on Batman Begins. I mean tons of trivia that uh, I'm not going to be able to get through everything. I'm just going to be hitting um, some of this. Uh, some of this you're going to find interesting. I hope all of it you find interesting, but uh, like I said, I'm going to have to just kind of pick and choose what I throw out here, because when I was doing my research for this movie, uh, like I said, uh, just really a ton of information out there, especially when it comes to uh, some trivia out there. So with no further ado, let's jump in. Christopher Nolan, uh, who was the um, director, he also did a little writing in the screenplay on batman begins and like i said we'll jump right in and talk about some of the trivia uh, that's out there so christian bales uh, actively or active dislike uh for the batman um costume or outfit if you will he found it to be very uncomfortable um, so he helped his performance as a dark knight as he was permanently in a foul mood when he was wearing it. So actually he was taking the discomfort and using it to his advantage uh, in the film. Uh, Although Christian Bale uh, performed many of his own stunts, he wasn't allowed uh, anywhere near the Batmobile. Interesting enough. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Christian Bale also revealed in interviews in 2009 that in his first scene with Sir Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman, uh, he fell asleep after getting ready for the scene. Uh, Christian Bale describes waking up to find Sir Michael Caine poking him in the rib, saying, look at that, he's bloody fallen asleep uh, out there. Uh, Writer and director Christopher Nolan is reputed to have been so frustrated with uh, Cillian Murphy's bright blue eyes that he kept trying to find reasons and ways to find, to have crane- Remove his glasses um, while shooting on streets of Chicago a person accidentally crashed into the Batmobile the driver was apparently drunk and said he hit the car in a state of panic believing the dark night vehicle to be an invading alien spacecraft uh, out there. Um, Let's see here. Christian uh, Bale decided early on in the audition uh, process that he didn't want to play Batman straight up, the, uh, but to play him as a rage-filled monster, figuring that it might help po- polarize writer and director Christopher Nolan. To his delight, uh, Nolan was thrilled with his off-kilter uh, interpretation of Batman. Let's see here. Um... Heath Ledger uh, was considered for the role of Bruce Wayne slash Batman during the movie's early development before Ledger and Nolan agreed that he was not the right fit for the movie. Uh, After this, he was cast as a Joker, as we all know, in The Dark Knight, uh, which was released in 2008, a role that won him an Academy Award for Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Uh, writer and director Christopher Nolan decided that there would be no second union unit, excuse me, and so for the whole 129-day shooting schedule, Nolan oversaw every shot of the mer- movie personally. Uh, at the seven mi- 17 17-minute mark, Christopher Christopher Bale and Liam Nelson Neeson, excuse me, uh, were fighting on a frozen lake. They could hear the ice crackling beneath their feet. The very next day, the lake was completely melted uh, in terms of that. Uh, Much of Batman's gear and apparel, including his cape and suit, is based on real-life military technology. Christian Bale lost his voice three times during the filming after alternating his voice while playing Batman. Uh, Christian Bale's trailer didn't have his name on the door but said Bruce Wayne instead. Uh, Since Alfred's sense of duty and loyalty towards Bruce Wayne reminded him of military uh, camaraderie, Sir Michael Caine based his character's voice on that of a colonel he knew when he was in the Army as an 18-year-old. Uh, Writer-director Christopher Nolan originally did not want to give the Scarecrow a mask, but screenwriter David Goyer was able to talk him into it. Uh, Only a few days before the role of Batman was cast, eight actors were asked to audition for the part. They were Christian Bale, uh, Joshua Jackson, Elon Bailey, Hugh Dancy, Billy uh, Krippett, uh, Cillian Murphy, Henry Calvin, and um a few others were again considered to play the the part of bruce wayne slash batman uh since he was considered for the least excuse excuse me the latest movie in which batman and robin uh, 1997 uh bale won the part. christopher nolan liked murphy's addition so much he cast him as dr jonathan crane also known as the scarecrow uh, part of the ad- uh, audition process involved the actors wearing a ba- Batman suit, minus the cape, which has been missing for some time. Uh, it was used by Vel- uh, Val Calmer in the Batman Forever 1995 uh, version, which was uh, brought out of storage for its purpose. None of the big-name cast members were initially told that the movie was a Batman movie. As a the script, they were sent was titled... The Intimidation Game. Sir Michael Kane commented that when he first read the title, he assumed the script was some sort of gangster movie. Oh, out there. Um, we'll see what else we have here. Um, Christopher Nolan generally filmed the fight scenes with the actors doing as many of the stunts as physically possible. Um, uh, Bale and uh, Neeson uh, pretty much all did all of their own. Uh, he would then shoot the same fight sequence with the stuntman uh, for coverage. Tim Burton and Michael uh, Keaton from Batman 1989 and the Batman Returns 1992 have said they were impressed uh, by this movie. Contrary to the previous Batman movies. In which the Batcave was uh, realized as a combination of a live set and a bunch of painting done either by hand or the computer. No visual effects were used in this movie to show the Batcave. The entire Batcave is instead a massive full scale set. Um, what else? What else do we want to say here? Uh, the house in which uh, served as the setting of Wayne Manor. Uh, in the movie, movie um was the uh, Mintmore Tower, the former uh, Rothschild estate in Birmingham, England. Uh, the mansion served as O'Connor's House in The Mummy Returns, which was released in 2001, and also featured in other movies such as Brazil in 1985, Slipstream 1989, Eyes Wide Shut 1999, Quells 2000, uh, and Johnny English 2003. Um, like I said just a lot of trivia here and so I'm just trying to hit some of the highlights of the trivia otherwise we could have literally probably an hour just on on trivia uh, the first day of a filming that Christian Bale tried uh, on the bat suit he stayed in it all day in effect to get used to it in 2006 Forbes' fictional 15 ranks Bruce Wayne as the seventh richest fictional character, with a net worth of approximately 6.8 billion dollars. Uh, according to DC Comics, Batman stands at 6'2" and weighs 210 pounds. Christian Bale stands at six, and a half, um, inch, six feet six and a half uh, feet. Excuse me. And at the time of the film, he weighed 210 pounds. At the time of the movie's release, uh, Forbes magazine did a breakdown of how much it would actually cost to become Batman. And the magazine estimated that total expenses would be around three and a half million dollars. Um, Sir Michael Kane signed on to play Alfred on the chance to work with the clever writer and director Christopher Nolan. He was, he has now, uh, he has now appeared in every Nolan movie since. So that's kind of a interesting little tidbit. I did not realize that, that he's been in every movie since. Uh, the only Batman movie in the Nolan trilogy to utilize flash fighting. Uh, Christopher Nolan uh, has said that the idea was to convey Batman's uh, strikingly fast uh, fighting abilities and to make him seem quick and a uh, formidable opponent. It was not, however, utilized in the sequels. The, this movie marketing cost $100 million, where at the time the most uh, ever to be spent on a movie. Uh, on the set, the costume Christian Bell constantly had two people trailing him to keep uh, the bat suit smug free. Uh, let's see here. Despite this movie's darkness, Christopher Nolan wanted to make this movie appeal to a wide range of uh, age. Not the youngest kids, obviously, I think uh, that we've done is probably a bit intense for them, but I certainly didn't want to exclude the sort of 10- to 12-year-olds because of a kid. I would have loved to have seen this movie. Because of this, nothing gory or bloody was filmed. So I think that was pretty cool that uh, Chris Nolan uh, basically wanted to make sure that it was really kids-friendly, And like he said, nothing bloody or gory was going to be filmed in the movie because he wanted to see it himself as a 10 uh, or a 12-year-old. He could see himself doing that um, in terms of that. All right. Uh, Interesting enough, uh, Marilyn uh, Mason uh, was considered uh, for the scarecrow. Interesting fact there. Uh, Batman is only said 10 times throughout this movie. Um, Christian Bale had read some of the graphic novels long before he played Batman. He said that in 2000, a friend lent him a copy of the graphic novel, uh, which he thoroughly enjoyed, and made him wonder why that version of Batman hadn't been portrayed on the big screen. In preparing for the role, Bale said he made a conscious effort to avoid watching the performance of previous Batman actors so he could approach the character from a very fresh perspective. Um, A quote from Christian Bale that some of the crew had on the back of their t-shirts. I guess the wardrobe department did it as a joke, said, It's hot, dark, and sweaty, and it gives me a headache. So apparently that is what uh, Christian Bale said about wearing the Batman suit. Um, The license plate for the Gotham uh, related uh, cars were designed in the same style as the uh, Illinois license plates. This was done to stay consistent with other vehicle license plates while while they were filming the car chases in Chicago. Uh, Christian Bale's older sister, uh, Louise Bale, portrayed Bruce Wayne's mother, Miss Wayne, in the short The Death of Batman in 2003. Gary Oldman agreed to play Jim Gordon without even reading the script. He was the last actor cast, and he learned his lines on the flight to the location. Um, let's see here, Christopher Nolan wanted to show Batman from the criminal point of view, showing less of him. Uh, Christopher Nolan said he, you would see him as more frightening, there would be more suspense if you did that. Over 20 uh, prototypes of the Scarecrow's face were crafted before they finally settled on the final piece. Uh, Christopher Bale said that his main motivation about this movie was coming from his disappointments from the other previous Batman movies. Kind of a sting there, if you will. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have on trivia? Um, looks like around the three-minute mark and the opening fight scenes where Wayne and Decord are debating the number of criminals Wayne was fighting. There uh, are actual seven, meaning Wayne was right. So just to let you know, Batman is never actually seen hitting anyone, most likely due to the flash fighting style technique that is used. Um, In the previous Batman movies, the Oscar winners played the villains. In this one, the Oscar winners are on the hero side, Sir Michael Caine as Alfred, Gary Oldman ...as Jim Gordon, Michael Freeman as Louise Fox, and Christopher Bale as Bruce Wayne. Christopher Bale was the first actor to meet with writer director Christopher Nolan about playing Batman. There were five Bat-mobile, Batmobiles made for this movie. Um... Filming was temporarily delayed on the London soundstage due to the sound of aromious pigeons in the rafters above. Uh, Liam Neeson hesitated to do the movie because he is a Superman fan and he he said that he found Batman to be scary. Uh, A full city block of Gotham, much of it based on the slums of Kulun in Hong Kong, which were torn down in 1994, was built in a converted aircraft hangar. Bruce Wayne does not appear in full Batman costume until just over an hour into the movie. Uh, Austin Crutcher was heavily considered for the role of Bruce Wayne and was reportedly the studio executive's choice for the same. However, writer and director Christopher Noll was not enthusiastic about the idea of casting Austin in the role, which prompted Warner Brothers studio heads to drop the idea. Crutcher's uh, casting would have led to a controversial similar to the one that was sparked in Batman back in 1989, uh, when Michael Keaton, a comic actor, was casted. As Batman of course we know remember Michael Keaton from uh, mr. mom gung-ho etc a lot of, of films in the 80 uh, very funny guy early uh, work on the script and the production design was con- conducted in the back of Christopher Nolan's garage during the writing process Nolan and David Goyer sometimes took walks near the side of the original Batcave from Batman Back in 1966, um, Christian Bell. Christian Bell kept Batman graphic novels on the set for inspiration. He loved the images. Sir Anthony Hopkins was offered the role of Alfred, but he declined, which went to Sir Michael Michael Caine. Um, a significant portion of the main cast consists of European actors performing American accents for their parts. So we have Christian Bale, the play Batman, is Welsh. Gary Oldman, uh, Jim Gordon, uh, he's English. Uh, Silent Murphy, Dr. Crane, is Irish. Um, Tom Wilkinson, plays um, Falcon, is English. Um who else we got here? Sarah Stewart, who is Bruce Wayne's mother, is Scottish. So, like we said, a lot of uh, English actors playing um, with a American accent. Um, interesting. Well, let's see here. The daylight coming through the window of Wayne Manor was created by a single 100,000-watt floodlight, which weighed nearly 400 pounds. The wide shot of the house of the League of Shadows was entirely computer generated uh initially the writer and director christopher nolan wanted to cast gary um, Oldman as a uh villain and christopher cooper as gordon cooper however wanted to spend more time with his family so nolan hit on the unusual idea of casting Oldman Odd- as a character who was not a baddie Ah, just tons of information here. Christopher Nolan cast Kate Holt for her girl-next-door quality. Um, The first live-action Batman movie production and released after the death of Batman co-creator Bob Kane was in 1998. Lawrence Fishbaum was considered for the role of Lucas Fox. Uh, Christopher Bale watched tapes of his fight so he could get through his training quickly. Bale's uh, memori- memory allowed him to memorize fight sequences very easily. And like I said, just, just a ton of information uh, and trivia when it comes to, to this uh, film, Batman Begins. Um, a second stage scarecrow look was created for the hallucination scenes, but was never shown on film. The mask was more organic and tighter around the actor's face um christian bale got headaches from the cow and would use them to get into character he said they made him fierce and impatient oh like i said just a lot of uh a lot of information we could go on and on here um christian bale had to perform 16 separate fights in the course of the movie Keanu Reeves was considered for the role of Batman and even expressed interest in the, uh, in the press when the project was develop- in development. He was also considered to play Bruce Wayne in Batman Forever back in 1995. Um, while filming on Lower Wacker Drive in Chicago, uh, Illinois, the filmmakers were so concerned for the care of the Batmobile that they told the stunt driver to take so much time, as much time as he needed to make any move. Therefore, when it came uh, time to back the Batmobile up, they went so slow as to cause traffic jams that they had to be reported on the news. Simply moving the Batmobile around Chicago took numerous police as well as causing traffic jams wherever they went in the process. So... Um, ba, 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 ba. Like I said, just a lot of good information here. Um, ah, I mean, Wayne Tower is based on the Chicago Board of Trade Building. Uh, stunt driver, driver uh, George Kotler went through four Batmobiles uh, during the making of this film. The first movie written and directed by Christopher Nolan to be rated PG in the United States. For, from this film forward, all of his films have been PG-13 as of 2019. Uh, this is the only movie in Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight trilogy that does not open with a criminal or supervillain committing some type of crime. Uh, I mean, just like I said, so much uh, information here. Uh, Christopher Nolan modeled the character of Thomas Wayne after Theodore Roosevelt. Um, again, like I said, we just got so much trivia here that, um, I mean, it's kind of fun to, to look at all the, the trivia and reading it, but also trying to, uh, like I said, trying to filter out what... Um, what to let you know, otherwise, we could have several different uh, episodes here. It's the eighth biggest grossing movie of 2005 in the United States. Uh, see here, Kurt Russell, Christopher Cooper, and Dennis Quaid were considered for the role of James Gordon. This is the first movie to use the new DC logo. Uh, Christopher Bale never wanted to play Batman as Bruce Wayne in a bat suit. For him, it's a completely different character. So to Christopher Bale, he was uh, assuming that, you know, if you read this at face value, that he was portraying two separate um, um, characters. This was Christopher Nolan and Sir Michael Caine's first movie together. Uh, the average length of a shot is 1.9 seconds in this. Uh, Guy Pierce was considered uh, for the role of Ducard, but was deemed too young. Um, with, his, with this movie, writer and director Christopher Nolan began the practice of showing all of his movie credits at the end of the movie, including the title, although Nolan's Following, which was a movie he made back in 1998, followed a similar practice of showing credits in the end. It showed the title of the movie at the start. Uh, this is the only movie in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, trilogy to incorporate the word Batman in its title. The gun Bruce Wayne tosses in the river is a Brazilian six-shot uh, Taurus. The cast includes four Oscar winners: Christopher Bale, Sir Michael, Sir Michael Caine, Gary um, Oldman, and Michael. Or excuse me, and Mor- Morgan Freeman, and three Oscar n- nominees: i uh, um, Nelson Neeson, I don't know why I say that. Uh, Ken be and Tom Wilkinson. Let's see here. Just give you a couple more and then we'll, we'll move on. Like I said, I could go on and on about this uh, forever. Uh, just give you a couple more here real quick. Uh, this is the first Batman movie to be shot in a 2.351 aspect uh, ratio. Um, it's the only post-1989 Batman movie where none of the Batman vehicles are dismantled. Let's see here. And just give you, like I said, maybe, um, one or two more, and then we're going to wrap this portion of the podcast up. Um... Writer and director Christopher Nolan cited Bryan Singer's X-Men of 2000 as an influence for his movie. And Sir Michael Caine believes Alfred represents uh, the audience. You amongst all the nutcases in the film was a quote for from Sir Michael Caine. So that's some of the trivia that we got from. Uh, Batman Begins, believe me, there was a ton more, I left a lot of it out, Uh, not because I wanted to, it's just that uh, I wanted to get on with some of the rest of the movie, Uh, uh, talking about the movie, I should say, so Batman Begins, um, like I said, it was directed by Christopher Nolan, Uh, Bob Kane was one of the writers, he helped with the uh, characters, David Gorey was the story, Obviously, Christopher Nolan, screenplay, as well, uh, as well as David Gordon as well. We talked about some of the cast already that's in, in this movie. Uh, Christian Bale plays Batman slash Bruce Wayne. Uh, Sir Michael Caine plays Alfred. Uh, Liam uh, Neeson plays Descartes. Kate Holmes, Rachel Dawes, Gary Oldman, uh, Jim Gordon. Um, Cillian Murphy plays uh, Dr. Kane. Uh, this, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, uh, Mark Boone Jr. plays Flash, Morgan Freeman, uh, Lewis Fox, and Larry Holman uh, plays Finch. Um, what I can find in terms of the box office, uh, box office budget was about $150 million estimated. Uh, opening weekend uh, in the U.S. was $48,760. And forty five thousand four hundred and forty dollars. It grossed in the U.S. two hundred and six million eight hundred fifty two thousand four hundred thirty two dollars. Uh, worldwide gross was three hundred and seventy three million six hundred and sixty one thousand three hundred one dollars. Uh, Runtime was uh, approximately um 140 minutes that's 140 minutes um out there so. What is the base uh, or what is the makeup of this film, Batman Begins? And it's a film that begins where a young Bruce Wayne um, is falling into a well on his estate or the uh, Wayne estate um, where his uh, father uh, um, goes down into the well to get him after the young boy has been frightened by bats. So he sees all these bats. So we flash forward 14 years, we see that Bruce is in prison in, uh, for theft. He was stealing Wayne Enterprise goods. He meets Ducard, who, like we said, was played by uh, Liam uh, Neeson, who bids him to come to find him and to train him with this League of Shadows. So Bruce finally gets out of prison and ascends the highest mountain to find that the league of shadows is there waiting for him he is then trains um, or is training with them and he must pass a final test which is under the influence of a hallucination from a rare blue flower that grows on the face of the mountain he as you can imagine he passes the test but learns that uh ducard wants him to lead the group uh from the league into Gotham City in order to destroy uh, Gotham so it can also be rebuilt then from the ashes. Bruce then fights all the trainees and kills who he thinks is Ra'al Ghul when the training temple is destroyed. um, Ducard, who is knocked out cold, is then saved by Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne returns to Gotham in order to fight the crime and reclaim the city for good. He then um, enlists his um, help of Mr. Lucas Fox, who is a Wayne Enterprise uh, architect who also is a good friend of Bruce's dad. In order to maintain a uh, facade, Bruce pretends to be this playboy in the public, so no one will believe that he is Batman at night. Um, Eventually, um, eventually, Ducard comes to Gotham, and Bruce learns that Ducard is al Ghul, and was misdirecting him the entire time that he was in his training. So we look at the League of Shadows, seeks to um, uh, contaminate uh, Gotham's water supply with the help of Dr. Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, who is head of um, um, Arkham Asylum. Uh, Crane uses a hallucination from the blue flower in order to manipulate the minds of his patients, and the League is using it to uh, um, um, uh, contaminate um, Gotham's water. Sorry about that. Uh, Batman uh, then enlists the help of Detective Jim Gordon, the one uh, trustworthy cop in the Gotham Police Department, in order to help him stop the crime and eventually to stop the League from destroying the city. Batman is able to stop the attack, defeat um, the He even gives away his identity to Rachel, his longtime best friend, and then the woman that he falls in love with. But she cannot be with him knowing that he is actually Batman. So the end of the film shows Gordon using the bat signal to call Batman, who arrives on the roof of the building of the police department. Gordon tells Batman that there is a new criminal in town, who leaves a calling card, the Joker, for a deck from a deck of cards? Batman says he will look into it and disappears into the night. Um, in terms of that, so that was kind of a quick summary that I had of Batman Begins. So I tell you all this um, to let you know that you know. It's hard for me to, um, you know, Christopher Bell, uh, Christian Bell, I think does a wonderful job as Batman. Uh, I think he does fine um, as Batman. Um, I mean, there's been all kinds of different Batmans. You had Michael Caine, uh, Michael Keaton that we talked about. There's George Clooney as Batman. Uh, do I have a favorite? I mean, I really like Michael Keaton. Uh, but I will say that um, I think Christian Bell which is probably my overall favorite um, so far to play Batman. Uh, And I know there's been several different reboots um, in in, in terms of that. So I would say uh, Christian Bale does a a great job as being Batman in this. Um, You know, it's a a movie based on a a, a comic book, and so I know a lot of people like that. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I think it had a... um, really a star-studded um, cast in this uh, film of Batman Begins. Um, I mean, just by, like I said, going over the list, uh, a lot of great actors and actresses that was in here. Um, Christopher Nolan does a great job with the screenplay and with uh, directing the film. So overall, I, I, I would say I'd give this film on a scale of 1 to 10, an 8 uh, in terms of that. Uh, a lot of people liked it. Um, there was some critics that thought it was maybe a little too dark here, or a little slow here. But overall, I mean, I, I think it was a pretty good movie. And like I said, I, I want to give it an 8 uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the best And in terms of that. Because I think it does really hit a lot of the, the marks um, in the film. I think it does a good job of kind of giving us an idea of who Batman is, uh, why he um, is the way that he is uh, I think it really develops the relationship with uh, Alfred uh, and mr. fox uh, the executive in there um, in terms of that so um, overall I think that the the film really hit it hit it on the spot and you know when it comes to um, box office I think that's another indicator did the the did fans like it? Did fans rush to, to the scenes to see it? You know, when it's doing $206 million here in the United States, opening weekend of $48 million and cumulative worldwide gross, $373 million. I, I, I would say that others agree, too, that it was a good film and something that people wanted to watch and go and see as well. So overall, like I said, I would give this an 8 um, out of a 10. Or excuse me an eight on a scale of uh, one to 10. I think it's an eight. So apologize for that uh, in terms of that. So um, thank you for listening to this episode of the complete works. You can find more of my work on film book.com. Just search for Doug Hess or the complete works. You can also find me on Twitter at Hess 14. If you, um,